Because <laughs> we always got to make it into stuff. Okay, I've clapped. Okay, you ready? Yes. Why are you yelling? <laughs> I said I clapped. <laughs> Okay. Hello. We are here once again. <clears throat> we are here once again. Cheers. I am Laverne. And I am Shirley. <laughs> Doing it our way. There is nothing we won't try. Never heard the words impossible this time. There's no stopping us. We're going to do it. They're going to make our dreams come true, and we'll do it our way, yes, our way. Make our dreams come true for me and you. That's a great song. Listen, if you don't, if somebody right now is listening to that, let me download it. You got to run, run it back, especially because... Because Shirley passed this week, and so we are we are celebrating her. But but not only too. she Go did, come on, she, she was a little style icon. Okay, working at bottling okay. factory. Shout out Milwaukee. The, <laughs> things no one has ever said. Uh, yeah. Um. So we are the Joy RX, <laughs> where we prescribe joy <laughs> as a therapeutic tool. Yes. So I'm sure you're wondering why we are Laverne and Shirley, why we decided to sing that opening song. We're going <laughs> to tell you all about it. But before we get there, let's talk about this week's joy. I'm going to go first. Please. My joy this week, we are, um, I have two joys this week. I'm going to keep it quick, though. The first one, yesterday we went to the Oyster Fest. And let me just say <laughs> that I turned to her excitedly when we walked in. I, I saw the lines for the oysters. I said, what are we going to get? I know what I want. I want the raw oysters. What are you going to have? I want you to know this one Looked me, I mean, she stopped, she paused, she looked me dead in my eye. She said, Sis, I'm here because I love you. <laughs> there was not a single desire. I thought we were in this together, but you know, but that brought me joy because of the fact that. I mean that that's when you know you're loved when somebody comes <laughs> yes, to I'm do something. <laughs> she was I I never got the impression that she didn't want to do this thing. <laughs> so I you know and she sat with me while I ate 
two dozen raw oysters. It looked oysters. delicious. I, no, it didn't. They smell like oysters. <laughs> oysters come second to tacos for me. So wow, it, it, yeah. To me, they kind of look like several little small vaginas. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> Moving on, my next joy. They do. <laughs> they don't look like them. They do, though. They have the little part in the middle. No, they really do. <laughs> little, no, they do. Little they do. node right there. Yeah. They do. That's definitely not why I love them, huh? <laughs> so, uh, moving on. My joy for this, we are in mm. the first week of February, which around here is also Black History Black Month. Black History Month. As you see, and what we are we are doing here today, we'll talk Hispanic. about this too. But um, so I have a I have a girlfriend, Nainita. She is she is an OG Joy John. Nainita is one of my more melanin cha- challenged friends. She's on the lighter side, but when she sends emojis, she sends the blackest, darkest emojis. <laughs> I'm here for it. And I love it. Just like this. I love it. Because it's about how black you are in your heart. She's black, y'all. She's black, y'all. She's blackity black, 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 y'all. All All right. So that that brought me joy this week as I was talking to her and my other melanin challenged friend, Alandia. And I just they're gonna be mad at you. I, I, they are, but they that's I know. But but here's the thing: all three of us sold fair in this group chat. And I was like, which one of which, which one of these hands was this supposed to be? Because I, I loved it. I loved every moment. For it. So that was that was my joy this week. What's your joy hmm. this week? My joy this week has to do with my job at Clark Atlanta University. Um, I've just been really pleased with my students. You know, every semester you you kind of hit the scene and you're you're wondering what kind of students you will have, right? And I do think um, uh, college students everywhere, but at, at HBCUs especially, they had a rough go at it during during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and this semester, I feel like they're back. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're back. This that HBCU, like just hanging around, like wanting to ask things to the teacher. They're they're participating in class. They're not as afraid of one another because I mean, COVID really made you like afraid of your mm. classmates. Um, and so it's it, it's really actually going to fit what we're talking about today. Why it's important to to have those kind of collegial relationships. And I think. You know, for a little while, we were missing out on that. So I, my joy this week was just all of my classes. Um, we did an exercise in um, Black women's mental health where I had them write down something that has just been plaguing them. That's just been a big disappointment of theirs. And then they just tore up the pieces of paper. And I had, you know, I said, you all have to, and every bit has to go. Like before you leave class, every bit of this paper has to go. And just to see their faces like, I'm releasing that. I, I don't have I to. That. I don't have to worry about this anymore. I, I, love I, that. I said, write it, write it all down. Whatever it was, I shouldn't have talked to my mama like that. I, I didn't have this assignment because mm. that's so yesterday. Let it go. We just yesterday. purged our disappointment. Come on, come on <laughs> with the background. That's when it gets good. Listen, that's when it's nice. All right. So, I like that. <clears throat> I like that idea. Just yeah. set it free. Just set it free. And I mean, it. obviously, just putting something on a piece of paper like that, I mean, it's, just, it's a technique, you know what I mean, that, that we use therapeutically. Just, you know, the idea is I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm letting, I forgive mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. It happened and it's 
back there. It's mm-hmm. in my rear view mirror. Let me just keep, you know, keep focusing um, on what's ahead. So I love that. That was my joy for this week. So we are continuing our series on connection and belonging. Yes, we are. We um, started off where we talked about ourselves. We got connected with ourselves. Then we talked about our squad. We talked about being a good member of our squad. And then last week, we talked about family. And this week, we are talking about another kind of squad, your work squad. Work squad. Because it's just as important. And we're going to talk about why. We spend too much time at we work do. to not Jesus. have joy at work. Mm-hmm. So I know people are, you know, that that waking up and hating mm. to go to your place of employment. And you know, what research has shown us it's not it's not really just about money and and enjoying what you do. It's really the environment. Right. You know, there's been a lot of talking in COVID and, and before COVID about teachers specifically, right, who kind of like I'm 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 walking out of the job. Teachers have always been underpaid mm-hmm. and it's a travesty, but that's not why they Mm-hmm. Walk out of jobs because they knew that that pay was low mm-hmm. when they went into it. Feeling undervalued, feeling unappreciated, and not having that feeling of connectedness at work—that mm-hmm. is why people mm-hmm. walk out of a job. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Yes, today. So we had a little joy journal moment joy that journal. Um, that I thought was apropos for you. So it's Kelly. Oh, hi, Kelly. She's part of Kanika's. Work school squad? Yes, we went to um, Auburn University together, and we were both called KB. Her name is Kelly Banna. Mm. I'm Kanika Bell, and we were both called KB. And she posted um, some weeks ago, She um, and, and it showed up on our feed, right? Um, the best part of my day is singing the Golden Girls theme um, with my friend Kanika. And it it's, again, that really fits our theme for today because we went to graduate school together mm-hmm. a little while ago. This was not last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for her some to still be some, some, a little long ago, a little long, we didn't have PhDs for a long time. Um, but for her to still be connected and still be interested in what I'm doing, for me to still be following her and be interested in what um, she's doing is awesome. That means a, um, a connection was made during those years in graduate school. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. I have had, you talked about being a teacher. I haven't been in the classroom for many years, but um, some of my greatest friendships started working in the same schools together. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about 20 years ago and we are mm-hmm. still friends to this day it's so important. So let's talk about first and foremost why we thought it was necessary to talk about why you need your work squad. Mm-hmm. There are all of these reasons, right? <clears throat> first, it's a mood motivator. Let me tell you something. If you got to get up, especially if you're in education and you got to be somewhere at 7 10 in the morning, <laughs> you get up at 4 30, you get up at night. <laughs> My mother's in education. I was like, you you get up at four forty five. I want you to understand it. Coming in. And so if we're going, if we got to be here and we got to be here this early in the morning, let's have some joy. We standing out at the bus line. Oh God, we we getting them kids out the car and getting them to eat breakfast and all of that. I need you to boost my my energy. Yeah. yeah. 
it really makes a difference, um, you know, for corporations too. You know, we're not kind of just whistling Dixie. You know, we, we talk to corporations about this, right? How to mood motivate your employees because if they just wake up in dread, drag themselves to the office, and then when they arrive, there's nothing there that sustains, yep. that motivates them. This is, you know, we're not in a good space. Yeah. Productivity is low. Attrition rate is high. So that's the next reason you need a work squad. It boosts your productivity. Definitely does. You actually get more done when you're having yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I I am my how I show up on this podcast is how I show up at work. <laughs> Literally. In my cubicle. Sometimes I'm like, are you going to work? <laughs> I want you to know. I want you to know that I, I am this person everywhere in all the schools I have to go to in all the classrooms <laughs> in my office when I'm in the the area superintendents off all of that I I show up like this all the time <laughs> but I'm also getting a lot done mm-hmm. but it's a, a big part of that is because I am in connection with the people that I'm doing it with mm-hmm. working as a team always yep, yep. um pro- boost your productivity yep um and it really it, your, your career itself actually can be boosted by having a great work squad. I told my students the other day, I was like, you all need to know everyone in this room. I know you think you have to impress me and I'll write your recommendation mm-hmm. letter, but I'm going to write it at this stage. For the rest of your life, these are the yep. people that might yep. have to attest yep. to your academic or whatever you know prowess. And you really want to make sure you never know when you will come back and need community with those people again. It is true. And so it is very important to make those connections. I told them, make them right now. Like, look around. Hi, we've been in like four or five classes together. I should at least know your name. Yep. I should at least know your name. And career-wise, you just you never know. You came in in the same position. That person is in a, is in a position to, to grant you something later on. And that that making that connection at that point, they're in the, they're in the boss's office. All the and way you from, want them to be able to say something nice about you when they're considering you for promotion. From the janitor to the CEO. Literally. Every single Literally. one of them can help your career in mm-hmm. some way. So it's so important <laughs> when you're thinking of that growth that you have, you know, what you consider a squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You'll communicate more effectively. Here's the thing. If you're at work and you are working with a team whether you know them well or not, when you are on a deadline, when you've got to get things done, when you all have a common goal and you have all these ideas and maybe you don't agree with somebody else and and we've got to figure out how, that's how you learn to communicate. It's one of Mm -hmm. the greatest places Mm -hmm. for you to figure that out because you can't lose your cool. You got to do it in a professional environment, but you still want to get your point across And so it's absolutely necessary to build those relationships. It helps you communicate more effectively. It sharpens you. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? I really think it sharpens you Mm -hmm. and builds your confidence to, you know, really be in in community with people who are in your workspace. Yep. You know, that, that allows, you know, for the other people to know you well enough to pull your coattail, to press you in different ways. The ways that you will grow when you are in connection um, with people who are in your workspace, it's, it's really immeasurable. And I think we kind of discount it. We kind of think like it's we work. Do. So I'm just going to, that's yeah, some girl I work important. with. Yeah. You know I turn I mean? that off when I check right, out and right. I, okay. But think how long you spend there as an adult. 
it's really where you spend your time. As much as you think, like, no, I spend my time. No, you get home and you kind of lay down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we spend a lot of our time at work, and so for it to not not to be joyous, right, and not yep. to have a not be a place of connection and belonging, mm-hmm. you're missing out. Yep. This is kind of like a, like what we mentioned before, but even beyond, it builds you a healthy network community. Mm-hmm. Like she said, even those people you're in class with, you never know. We we were at we were at partying at the high the the other day, and one of our girlfriends who we went to school with mm-hmm. eons ago, she's just running down a list of. These are the people I want you to connect to. I'm going to I'm going to introduce you to this person because I just believe in what mm-hmm. you all are doing and I'm telling you you never know. Similarly, you never know who could be the person that could say something negative from an experience with you. <laughs> right. so you want to have that <laughs> healthy have networking community mm-hmm. for yourself. Mhm. Employee turnover mm-hmm. is lower in companies. Um, that have a culture that prioritizes this kind of, you know, connectivity, right? So a lot of big companies are doing that now. You see your, you know, your Googles and your other kind of uh, companies like that where they have like these shared workspaces Mm -hmm. and here are places where you all can kind of, you know, commune and get along together. It actually is why places like WeWork and those um, collective um, workplaces, it's why they're a thing. Right. Because the whole point for a lot of people is I wanted to work from home. Now I'm going to pay to a membership so I can go and work somewhere else with other people because we're realizing that working in isolation is not necessarily always psychologically healthy for everybody. Not, you know, long term. Right. So some people, uh, you know, are able to work from home, like straight, strictly work from home. I never see humans. Right. It's hard for lots My of productivity folks. just it, it just plummets. Yeah, it just plummets yeah. for many people. It takes mm-hmm. a particular kind of person mm-hmm. that can work in those kinds of, of environments. And so it, it's the data really show that if you are if you're a, a, a business owner, right, building that collegial sense among your employees actually keeps them longer. It's what makes them happy um, to come to your workspace. I dare say I try to do that you know, at ATL psychotherapy and consulting services. <laughs> like we know, we don't just actually hire people just because they're like, Oh, you have a license or you're, you're a counselor, yeah. you're a therapist. People that will work well together. Yes. Yeah. Because we are, we operate as a family. People who are on our, on our group chat are people who have not worked there in years. <laughs> yeah. And they always say, don't delete me from that group chat. Mm-hmm. I don't care that I don't mm-hmm. work there. I know I live in Wisconsin. I'm I know I'm in California. You better put connection. me on this group. Yep. I better be in this group chat because we just we say funny things in there. We talk mm-hmm. about what it's like to be a therapist and it's exhausting, whatever it is. But building that kind of community made people want to come to work. It still work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it wasn't torture because you had you know people. Yeah. I am. Um, I once when when my daughter was younger, she wanted to get into animation, so we took her on a tour to Pixar. I was amazed. Big fun. I was amazed, but not just, I mean, of course you get to draw and do, but, but it really is laborious to sit, you know, even though this is a thing you love to yeah. have to get it exactly yeah. correct and all and of that, just making th- that those every, details mm-hmm. and all of that. But the ways they had these spaces for everybody to like, Mm-hmm. Go and take naps together. Go and eat cereal together. I'm telling you. And and the people that they were friends of my brothers, That's the people right that, there. that got us into the tour, they said, oh, yeah, we're never leaving Pixar. Never. 
You'd have to drag me. They had a volleyball court outside. They had a swimming about. pool. What? It, this is what I'm talking about. Are they like, hiring psychologists? <laughs> because I'm telling you. Don't they're they like somebody to come in and talk to them about diversity and inclusion <laughs> or something? They're like, stay <laughs> here and enjoy yourself. And and that's a big part of it is the people that you're staying there and enjoying it right. with. So we're talking about the reasons that, that it's good for you to have a work squad. Let's talk about some things we probably should not do okay? <laughs> as we are building these work squads. Cause see, I don't, I don't want to be like Beyonce and tell you to quit your job. And I'm, and I'm trying to keep you right there. Don't you go you nowhere. I'm trying to keep you safe. These in are it. things to just think about, not just, you know, like not do perception, you know, just like things to just be mindful of, yeah. you know, as you're navigating your workspaces and your and work relationships. First thing, Y'all, read the room. Oh, my. Read the room. If that isn't the most important thing. Is there another thing after read the room? <laughs> because, listen, you, you've been let, you've been there when you were at a work meeting and somebody starts talking and you, you're trying to make eye contact like, mm, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't stop. uh-uh, this is not funny. Nope. Ah, don't tell that joke. Please stop. And they're just like, no, this is good. This is good. So two black guys uh, no. and a Jew. Uh-uh. Stop. Yeah. You got to right? know. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Some people people have absolutely ruined any future possibility of having relationships. Yes. Because you at work talking about R. Kelly. Whatever it is you're doing. Oh. No. <laughs> you know, read the read room. Mm -hmm. Does it look like a place where that kind of humor is going to fly? Right. Does it look like a place where you should like point out something like really think about these things? Some of this needs to be kind of covered. I, you know, yeah. this, that's part of, you know, services that, that people like us, you know, offer to just how how to kind of talk to people about what what is appropriate and not, you know, first and foremost, respect boundaries, please. <laughs> somebody's door is closed don't just throw it don't open. bust through that thing don't you just have or the to knock have enter that's what people did to me knock it's, it's i'm knocking while i'm entering i don't understand the point of the knock if you're all now you're inside <laughs> you're here you're inside you're and i'm trying you've you're arrived still knocking. Uh -huh. hey, doctor, doctor. and they whisper because for some reason whispering is less intrusive dr bell just real uh -huh. quick just real quick yeah. <laughs> did the sign out there say please don't knock i i have a please woman at, at work i love yeah. her dearly i love her dearly she's so loud she and louder we work <laughs> louder oh, than, yes who is this woman and i and i want you to know we are all in a shared space <laughs> she will come over in the middle i could be in the middle of a meeting and she will come and she will tell me girl let me tell you sweetie at that volume right there. You see all oh, these people right. on my screen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just you just gotta know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you gotta understand when some when somebody's working, huh? When somebody's doing work. And and the thing is, you know, it, it just takes a quick second to kind of just peruse and get a sense mm -hmm. of, of where you are, mm -hmm. right? So really, you know, thinking about is this something that I should ask, you know, right now? Is this something that's intrusive? Who has this person, you know, shown up as regularly, yes. you know, and, and some of this is just kind of basic social skills kinds of things. You know what I mean? If somebody if you know someone is prone to, to a little bit of anxiety, tell them to calm down. 
um, right. actually just sparks more anxiety. Right. Um, and so it does not endear them to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if someone is a little bit more conservative or tightly wound, you know, saying you need to loosen up and then saying something like, right. you know, that kind of goes too far. This, this is how yeah. you might burn a little bit of a bridge at work. Yeah. You want, even if you want the person to loosen up, there's a way to engage that person, right. Without, without, going past their boundaries and kind of once you cross people's boundaries it becomes challenging yeah for you to get back in their good graces yeah, yeah so you have to think about that and it's awkward and tense at work nobody yeah. likes work tension yeah just gonna go to my cubicle yeah everybody's and then we, we gonna try hi, and avoid hi. each other not look at she each other she going to the bathroom head. I'm not gonna go to the yeah. bathroom mm-hmm. right now we see each other in the hallway. We just don't, we figure out do I do I speak do I mm-hmm. just keep going all that diff- yeah don't overshare. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Listen. Because sometimes you can. I mean, you know, if you've got a really good, great work friend, sometimes you can pop in there and be like, girl, let me tell you what just happened. I don't even have my panties on. I had to take them all the way off because let me just tell you. Okay? Listen. Because <laughs> sometimes you have somebody be like, girl, why ain't no trade panties? In fact, I got some more. And some. you have to know who those people are. You but have your them. random colleagues. Yes. <laughs> But you got you you got to be real <laughs> careful. You can't tell everybody about the panty saga, okay? All right, we got some things we got to hold some on stuff to. We have to hold on, okay? Because you, you're not gonna be in good joy, right? If you share that with the wrong somebody, right. and sometimes we are not on purpose, but we're actually oversharing someone else's information, mm. right? So let's say you do have a, a friendship with somebody at work, and the two of you all did something Saturday night and whatnot together. Be careful about how you speak about that thing at work. Someone else might be like, "Well, why wasn't I invited? Why wasn't I invited? They might have told someone else they couldn't do something." Something, right? And here you are. Well, Saturday night, me and Tamika, boy, we were dark. You know, like you're telling this whole story and they're like, Tamika was yeah. with you Saturday? She told me she was going to her grandmother's she house. She didn't come to my baby shower. Right. Whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> and so that's oversharing too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, if you have, if you have a super, if you have a close relationship with someone, the, the board meeting is not where you just spill out, you know, what happened on Taco Tuesday. Yeah. C- correct. What happened Please at Taco tell, Tuesday? Let it stay. Let it stay like right Vegas. at right in the tequila bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Developed. <laughs> we mentioned this a little bit earlier. Consider unprofessional conversations, y'all. Look, <laughs> it ain't for everybody. It's not for everybody. It ain't for everybody. For everybody. There are some things you you know who you are, and you know what conversations probably shouldn't be shared in in a work environment. And if they are, you've got about two close squad members (laughs) that you can do that. But even if you don't know, if you don't know that you're not, so that's where the reading room Mm -hmm. comes into play. Mm -hmm. If you just must tell this story, it's just burning. Tell it slowly enough so you can start looking around. Do people look uncomfortable? Yes. Look people in the face. Are people making a face? Are people leaving the room? Are people leaving? (laughs) Are are they walking out? You know what y'all are about to head out? Ears and shaking their head and oh no 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 more of this. Stop. Are they pretending not to speak English? I mean, this is really a sign. (laughs) Are they not making any eye contact? Like every time you look up, and they're just looking around like, oh lord. (laughs) Yeah, you got to. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, an important yeah. one. That's an important one. <laughs> I think it's important too to be mindful of the power dynamics that happen um, in your office as well. So you know, if you're in a position of power, you know, you're the owner, you're a manager. You you want to have relationships with people, you know, who um, report to you, but you do have to be kind of careful about that. You may not be able to do the whole turn up at Taco Tuesday unless there's also, you know, there's kind of already some history there. Remember that in that position of authority, you have to be able to regain that authority position back in the work environment. So if you kind of go too yeah. far beyond the boundary, the next day when you're saying, what well, I mean, do? why right. aren't you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You might have to hold somebody accountable and God forbid you have to fire somebody. I mean, you know, yeah, like it's real really, tricky. Y'all. It's a way to have a relationship and be collegial again without, you know, kind of messing up what you've worked for. Yeah. I remember one year we had a Christmas party and of course all of the, all of the teachers were invited to this party. And and the principal was so upset. She was like, well, where was my invite? Girl, <laughs> we, we can't have you at that party. The things Mm-mm. that we're going to do, you would fire us in tandem. <laughs> like there's One right after another, like a set of dominoes, the teacher dominoes. We can never look you in the eye again. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. You need to let us have our space. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that if you are in a position of power or if you 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 are below somebody in a situation that you can't have certain right. relationships. We're just saying be mindful. We're saying be mindful mm-hmm. of it and understand where you can and cannot go. Mm-hmm. That That's huge, y'all. Structure your time. So listen, I play a lot. <laughs> I joke about a lot of things. But I do so after my work got done. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a big thing. Like people have to be able to trust that you're able to joke and all of that. Yeah. But when it's time to get down to the real business you're at not hand, just a good time. Right. <laughs> right. You get your work done too. Right. Because you're at work, right? I mean, yes, you want to tell the stories. Yes, you want to have your inside jokes. Yes, you're excited to see people, especially Monday morning, if you haven't seen them since Friday. We get all of that. But you still have to get down to business when it's time for and it. And you you just have to just struck you have to just organize. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if you have a if you have lunch plans later then let that stuff kind of come out of lunch, coffee breaks. You know, I stop by your cubicle and I just kind of like rattle off this funny thing and then I'm going to get back on and then I'm gonna to out. my office yeah. because what you don't want to do is also kind of create a click environment or let um, or make your superiors think that you're just kind of goofing off at the job, right? Yeah. There's a way to create these relationships without that happening. Yeah. The other thing you don't want to do is insisting on being the main character all the time. <laughs> that this is basic social skills again. We're back to the ba- basic social skills. This is this is talking to anyone, but this counts in the work environment too. If everybody's eyes are always on you, it's gonna get old real, real quick. Every time faculty meeting, every time there's a there's a little boardroom something. Oh God, guys! Uh-huh. They're, they're afraid to ask you um, how you uh-huh. doing because you never say fine. <laughs> how you doing? Oh, <laughs> listen. Does up all night count again? Because you're like up all night every Tuesday. I know, right? <laughs> this time, <laughs> just it's like the, your show. Mm-mm. Yeah. Take turns. Yes. Right. Take turns. Some days you just you just be the one who just hey. Yeah. Everything's okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> and allowing somebody else to speak. This leads us to this to this next one. And this is I, I it might be the most important one. When that office drama starts coming around Skedaddle. towards your office, I want you to put out of office. Uh, tell <laughs> drama that I, I'm not here. Do not disturb. Put that on line, line mm-hmm. seven. That doesn't even uh, work. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, hello, is, this, is this drama? Uh, Hold on real quick. Uh-huh. And just let that music play out until uh-huh. that drama. Mm-hmm. never have your name associated mm-hmm. with work drama mm-hmm. as much as that might make people think they're in the mix right like oh let me tell you you don't have the tea mm-hmm. i'm trying to tell you it 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 reduces people's trust for you mm-hmm. yes yeah that goes back to that conversation we had about don't let your relationships be built around right. gossip, gossip mm-hmm. and all of that same thing with the work drama. Very important in, in terms of work relationships. So you hear about the boss and the secretary. I haven't heard it, and that's not what we're talking about. Don't do Don't want to know. Don't do it. Don't, I, Don't do keep it. that all the way over that there. That gets back to that person. Yep. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? Yeah. And then you're trying to figure out who told. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. don't be part of it. Yeah. Just don't be part of it. The other thing to avoid, microaggressions. These are hard to avoid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they are. That's why they're micro. To be honest with you, that's why they're that's why they're small because they you avoid know, it's that being resentment. the micro aggressor. Right, that's the key. And and you know we said that in the beginning. This is the place to work. You know your job is really a place to work on your communication skills. Yes, right. Your confidence in your communication skills in healthy had ways. to have gotten you the job in the first place. Uh-huh. It's it's t- you know it's always a good idea to to be in improvement in those areas. But that can reduce the microaggressions. Those microaggressions come because you have resentment or someone cut you off in the meeting or they didn't really hold their fair weight, whatever the case may be. And you could have taken that opportunity to talk directly to them about it mm-hmm. instead of now. You know, these little mm-hmm. things come out, mm-hmm. these little just kind of, you know, tinges of hate. Mm-hmm. When other people see that, they don't want to be your work friend. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A- again, it goes back to that trust. I don't trust you now. I know that you, that when you get uncomfortable, this is how you will one day approach me. Mm-hmm. And so even if I'm not the subject of your ire, I now am watching you do this and it's like, now we're all uncomfortable. Now we're all uncomfortable. Yeah. No, (laughs) don't do it. But finally, don't force it. Yes. (laughs) My mind. I was going to say, I was literally about to be like, but don't be forcing it. Okay. Don't, don't (laughs) force relationships in the, you know, there, there are some people who, you know, you it goes back to that reading the room, y'all. It's such a mm-hmm. delicate dance. It's like there are some people that aren't as social as others. Don't force it for them. Keep the door open, but don't try to make it. Well, come on, we're we're all going out. Why don't you ever come out with? Say right there, and said just keep it. Invite, just invite, and then okay. The door is always open, <laughs> right, homie. The door is always open. And then be on your way. Yeah, that reads better than pressure. They they will they will have start de- developing a distaste for you coming. Yep. You know when they know it. And then comes. they really avoid you. Bothering me about mm-hmm. one of my favorite Golden Girls episodes. Rose was working with this man <laughs> who did not like her, and that was so off putting to her because everybody mm-hmm. likes Rose. So she was like, you know, she spent she was sending him like puppies, just doing all kinds of stuff, and he was like. If we're friends, 
And she's like, I have to be your friend. I just have to. He said, okay. So friends do things for one another. Mm. <laughs> she said, yes. He said, so no, what, no matter what I ask you to do, as my friend, you'll do it. And he was like, please leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But she spent the whole show Some doing way to too much, yeah. right, to be his friend. And it might have been, he might have you know, warmed up, but just her style just didn't kind of, it I guess, mesh with, yeah. with her style. So you have to find a delicate balance. You yeah. know, we, we mentioned um, Kelly and people I went to graduate school with. I'll be honest, I, I, they did have to push me a little bit to kind of be a little bit more collegial at Auburn. You know, I came from Spelman to Auburn University. Mm-hmm, it very was different. Very, very yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, we're getting ready to go out. And I never was, was going out. And they were like, you, you need to come out, you know, with us. And I said, you know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm coming from the AUC. Go out means <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a different. I got the clothes yes. on, yeah, uh-huh. right? I'm thinking have mm-hmm. like fifty dollars available because I'm yeah. you know parking, getting in is probably gonna be like twenty something. Mm-hmm. I got on <laughs> when that's tell you and let... flip flops, and I was freed forever. <laughs> Shout out to people going uh-huh. out like that. I said, wait yeah. a minute, y'all don't wear uncomfortable shoes, pay a lot to get in. Mm-mm. They were like, what? No. They were like, we you need like five dollars and chug a beer. What? Those beers were one dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had a good night that night. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Um, and I was glad I didn't go out all the time, but I was very glad that I did, though. You know, yeah, I was glad yeah. that I gave it a chance. I mm-hmm. assumed I was so different from everybody. I was like, you guys yeah. are like white or Southern or something. And I am just black and Northern. I went to HBCU, you know, and I I going out with them. We, we figured out we had a lot more in common than I more in common. Yeah. And even Focus now, what everything unites that you. what unites us. And and I've said this Privately, I've said it on my page that I'm going to say publicly here, right here in this Black History Month, a number of other black folks like us um, had to delete or get rid of folk, you know what I mean, on their timelines because of their opinions about base, about things. And all mm. of those people I'm talking about who went to graduate school, I'm going to their page and they were like, no, absolutely, Black Lives Matter. And this is ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, hi, mm-hmm. guys. Right. And I, I would have missed out. Yes. You know, kind of on on those relationships. I when when people are living in Atlanta, referring them. I mean, just uh, countless resources. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did press me a little bit. They didn't force it. Yeah. Right. But they did say, just you know, come on. Yeah. They We're left the ready door to go. open. They left the door open. Yeah. Right. And I came through. I, I and I think I made some great relationships. You know. Yeah. So things you should do because we've been talking about the things that you shouldn't. What Y'all you do introduce yourself to people and learn their names and use them often. I am terrible. I admit that I am terrible I, with this. But you it know, feels good when, it, you, do, when no, you do it. No, it, it, it really does. <laughs> you know what happens for me is that I'm so caught up in my head. I'm looking at the person and I'm like, oh, well, isn't he lovely? Look at the way he came over. He shook my hand so far. Mm-hmm. All that time he's telling me his name and then I... <laughs> So I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I always have to double back and ask it again. Always. But it's so important when you do. It's really important in work environments. And and, and especially if you're trying to possibly kind of impress, you know, (laughs) know, it's Mm -hmm. really important to remember those names and then and use them. So then when I'm like, even when they're difficult. Hi, Kanika. Because let me tell you something. We learn a lot of difficult words. No name is too difficult. 
no name is too difficult. I, I grew up with a with a girlfriend and I noticed on social media she was going by Nye. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't know her as that, but okay. And she just, she publicly claimed, she said, I'm taking my name back. Mm. For so long, I thought that it was just a very difficult name for people to pronounce. It's long if you look at it written out, but it's one of the most beautiful and mellifluous names. Her name is Nayarazzo. There's nothing difficult about yeah. it. It's it's just gorgeous. But we learn a lot of we learn and don't ask people for nicknames if they don't offer you one. Yeah. Right. Correct. So, you know, when I say Kanika, well, what do they call you? Kanika. <laughs> well, what do they call you for short? Kanika. <laughs> well, what can I call you? Kanika. Yeah. Now we got a little problem. Because <laughs> now I'm wondering why you keep asking me that over and over. Again. See, for me, it's different <laughs> because people know me as so many things, huh? Hella well, fine. Hella, hella fine. <laughs> At work. at work, I've I've had people hey, say that at work. That's funny. and I'll answer. That's funny. Um, this is the other thing. Remember the information they share with you. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that that it just in the the there's the the women that cleaned the building. First of all, I'm always I always make connections with those. Yep. Don't be so fancy and high yep. and mighty because quite frankly, none of you would do anything without those people. Like I said that one time at faculty meeting, some people felt me. Some people were like, okay, Dr. Bell, you know, they were like, well, you know, we couldn't it's do this real. about the students. I was like, no, we couldn't do this about the janitorial staff. They are here before us. Yep. They are here after us. No matter how early you start your day, theirs started earlier because you can't get in the building without them. Correct. No matter how late you you ended your yep. day, so they waited until you yep. left. You wanted your class to last till ten thirty. That's fine. Somebody was there till twelve because they had to clean it yep. so that the person coming in at eight the next morning didn't see what you did at ten thirty in that. So look them in the eye. So they deserve your attention. Listen to their stories. I have pictures of that of of grandchildren from the people who clean the building. Shout out to the people cleaning that nose hall. I'm not kidding. I'm like let me bring my grandpa because I I. I'm going to remember these yep. details about you because you're a human being. Yeah. You're not a mop. Yeah. How you're how your nephew being. doing? He graduated mm-hmm. last week, right? Mm-hmm. What's going on in his life? Those are the things that will build And I can get into any door. And I shouldn't say that out loud. Huh? Listen, no, that's because real. you build these relationships. I'm telling you. I remember leaving, you know, I leave my stuff I, I left my iPad somewhere and they were like, yep. I'll get you in this building, Dr. Bill. Because yep. I'm not funny acting. Yep. <laughs> if I need something, that, you know, folks are like, let me show up for you. You know what? Don't park back at your parking space. It's rainy and it's dark. Park right over here. I got you. Because you show that you're interested in who they are. And that means something, y'all. So mm-hmm. do that and do that often. Mm-hmm. Just listen. Yep. Just listen to people when they mm-hmm. when they tell you their stories. And recall that detail. What else? It, oh, oh, you know what? We need to talk about just contributing in general to the overall work environment. Yes. Right? Because that part of... Part of developing the squad, right, and being connected and belonging is contributing to the work environment in general. So... This is going to be a, a, a toughie, right? Because I know, and especially since I, I, I teach a lot about like boundaries and just, you know, <laughs> don't do too much. But sometimes pick some, some choice places to offer help yep. to a colleague. If you see that they've taken on doing the entirety of this conference, right? And you know it's going to be over the top. 
lean over and say, you know what, I'll I'll call the recruiters. That's not a big deal because it's not a big deal. Take one afternoon and help them send out the the email. I'll do the recruiters. They'll remember that, and that then builds a bond between the two of you. And you might need the work experience. I mean, you know, it might be something awesome for you too. Because they remember you the other way too. If you never right offer, good luck doing help. that whole thing by yourself. I'll yep. see you at the conference. I'm gonna be late. <laughs> they'll remember that they'll part. Mm-hmm. They'll remember that part too. So that is important. Offer up help when you can. Work in common areas when you can. We just talked about that. We work in those spaces where even if you're not talking with one another, just sitting in a room with other people, it connects you. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel like you're part of a group. Mm -hmm. You're doing your thing on your computer. Somebody else is doing their thing. But it just means that, hey, you know what? I I just want to be in proximity of you. Because your workspace can be so isolative. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, by the time that isolation hits us in terms of our mental health consequences, we don't, we don't see it as it's happening. Right. So just, even if you're not talking, I'm on my laptop in here and you're on your laptop in here. Mm -hmm. Just that. Yep. Right. Can feed you and, and, and make you last a little bit longer and make your day have a little bit more joy at work than it was going to have. Yep. You can also eat together, bring food. Let me tell you something. At my office, every February, we do a Black History Month potluck. Oh, what time? When, when I tell that? you, when listen, is that? The way that we throw down. When I tell you, everybody brings. The, <laughs> I'll let you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna I sneak do you like in. A the little in service or something like that. Doctor Bell's gonna you talk to us about self care. No, no, we not. We don't even need all of that. Plate. We just come in and we fix plates. We go and take them to other people that may not have even brought something. We make sure that the janitorial staff mm-hmm, eat, mm-hmm. everybody eating on that day. And I'm talking about good food. Just that alone, mm-hmm. it has created a family in our office that I didn't talk to these people before we started doing that. But just knowing that we have that coming up, we started. You bringing that soup again? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, we start getting excited about that. But even just little things like, did you bring your lunch? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I brought mine. I'm going to go warm. I'm, what time you want to eat lunch? And that's where, where you get in all of the conversation and stuff because you should have been doing your work those other times. Huh? <laughs> huh? You also get to know people um, really yep. well through doing that. I know it seems like through food. Um, we recently, my chair invited um, of the psychology faculty just to his house, right? And everybody kind of brought something. It was just interesting to figure out people who, they, they fasted at different times of the year. You know, it's like, oh, you fast during times. What does that mean for you religiously? Oh, okay. You know, or people, I didn't know you were vegan. I'm just now vegan girl because such a, you know, like, oh, I didn't right. know that. I can hold you accountable stuff, yeah. to your vegan diet. I want your health. You know what I mean? There were just things that we, just, just by doing that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Somebody brought a bottle of Maker's Mark. I was like, I didn't know. Listen. Me, you need to spend some more time. Did you bring that makeup? That's how you get her. Yeah, that's what you do. Are you a bourbon person? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. (laughs) Could have been going to all these bourbon Mm fests. But I mean, you know, that was just, it's a simple, I mean, it was an afternoon. Yeah. It was an afternoon. I brought my daughter. People hadn't seen her in a while. They were Mm -hmm. like, that's how I saw her. She was like a baby in the Mm -hmm. little thing. I mean, it just, it built, you know, it just reaffirmed our relationships with one another. It wasn't long. It wasn't arduous. It when it was over, we left. You know, but it it, it yeah, gave it us a something. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You can also start, you talked about this earlier, start a private or group chat. Yep. And all the funny, when I tell you all the funny college teacher related memes go in this little <laughs> private group chat, sometimes I go back over them just so I can holler laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And these are the things that don't necessarily need to go out. You know, you got we, what happens in the group chat stays in the group yeah. chat. Sometimes just like our, our frustrations or something like that. But it is a great place. <laughs> but even something as simple as like on, on our group chat um, on Friday mornings, we always say, what you listening to? So we oh. always start with a song Friday morning. You know, it just gets us hyped for the day. Just little things like that. You start to build like a culture within the group chat right. too, you know. And so even that creates a little work squad for you. Mm-hmm. And then if someone leaves, right, let's say somebody yeah, leaves that job they don't forever. Have to leave the group they don't chat. have to leave the group chat. Yeah. You've made a connection. Yeah. Even though you don't see each other as regularly in the workspace, this is still someone who's a part of that squad. And don't, don't, <laughs> so let me say it. Now, I will say this. You have different group chats for different things. Yes. That is absolutely. Like we have one that includes the chair and then one that doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like my coaches, I have a group chat with all of them. And then I told them, I encourage you all to have one without right. me. Yeah. Because there are certain things that you all Absolutely. don't want to say around mm-hmm. me. That's fine. I get it. But be cognizant of that. So, like, don't mention something. Oh, you didn't get that joke? Where we? No, because they weren't in on that group chat. So you got to <laughs> you got to be mindful, you know, just just pay attention to that also. Another thing to do, and this is this is you know, this can be a tricky one for many of us. It depends on who you are, kind of social media on social media. If your social media persona is like a whole <laughs> person that nobody yeah. at your job needs to see, mm-hmm. fine. I usually tell people though, then create two mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because they're going to look for you on social media anyway. Yeah. And so if you you know if you've got your you know your inner naughty your dark fantasy person. I, I love it. There's zero dark fantasy yeah, judgment. Come on. Naughty. You know, right. And you just, you're called something else. That's wonderful. Hello don't fine. let that, let that, don't let that be the only thing that they find out there. Then have a nice little one. Right. that's just like, hi, I right. ain't working Microsoft. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, so that then, then when they do something on social media, you can respond because it's yes. not dark fantasy. It's you, yeah. you know, <laughs> Is you or get good at your settings, right? So I do add, you know, people, for example, from Clark Atlanta, they are actually, you actually can group them and they're in a set. So if I post a particular thing, I can have them see it or not. Yeah. So yeah. anybody from you gotta CAU, get savvy with it. right? Yeah. You know, all gets put in this one little this little group. They don't know they're in it. I mean, they know it now. But you know, like, <laughs> right? If there's a particular something, I'm like, boop. They don't need to know. Yeah, I was in education, <laughs> and so that that was why for years I had. Hello, fine. Right, because because my, my children would find me. They would find so At least my students are like 20 so. <laughs> Right. So so I, I started having to tell my children, until you're 18, we cannot be friends on social media. And now me. several of my students are. But you also have to be cognizant of, you know, just how you present you. Again, because I am who I am everywhere I go. You know, people are kind of used to what they see. But. It's true. I, I have a Twitter that's under my business, my government name, and I have my regular Twitter that I can, you know, just do my fun stuff, even though I'm not 
ever on there, but, (laughs) but you know, the, the, the take home message there is social media can also be a place to build the Caligo relationships. Right. Um, and, and I think actually looking for groups, I'm a member of different kind of therapist groups. Some are just funny and do they just have memes about doing therapy? Some like, I have my notifications on because people give the greatest advice ever in there. And then sometimes you really do meet somebody in there. I mean, it seems strange, but you really do. Like you, somebody says something that's exactly what you're thinking. You're like, wait wait a minute. It's same. And they're like, wait, where are you? You're in Atlanta. Yes, I'm in Atlanta. Are you, you know what I mean? Like, do you know someone's like, yes. It's another way of adding to your squad. It just adds to that that squad. Yes. Mm -hmm. In fact, I, I recommend looking online for um, professional groups that, you know, kind of are aligned with you in whatever way. Yes. And finally, you all, we talked about being a good member of the squad, recognize and support other people at work. Shout them out. So getting an award, the whole department should go. Yep. Do you know what I mean? One of my colleagues gets an award all the time. He is always recognized as just being a fantastic faculty member. I act like that's brand new every time. Oh my gosh, Dr. Bass, that's fantastic. Every time. Yep. And this this goes beyond things that are work-related. I I remember uh, I had my mentor, Dr. Beverly Smith-Miller. She was a badass. And she invited all of um, her all of the people she mentored to go see her tap dance. First of all, what? What? <laughs> I love it. I want you to know in her leotard and her <laughs> tights, she was giving it to the people kickball chain. And when I tell that. you that felt so good for her to look out and see all of these people mm-hmm. there to support her in something that had nothing to do with how we typically know her, right? Wow. Go and support people, whatever it is that they're doing. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to tell my colleagues, you better look at this Joy RX. At, no, absolutely. <laughs> I've been going and sharing it with all, all kinds of you people. Look mm-hmm. Open this. up your computer right now. I just want you to subscribe just when you get home tonight. Mm-hmm. And, and I get the text message. Girl. Y'all crazy. Mm -hmm. So do the supporting. But then, you know, that was just a point of correction. Thank you very much for me, because I don't always do the sharing. Mm -hmm. You know, I always think Mm -hmm. I'm doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Do y'all want to hear me talk about murders on TV? (laughs) Okay, You know, and then some of my colleagues are like, I saw you (laughs) because you're uh, and I was like, you like to listen to the murders? No, but you were on there. Yes. The, the same way you, and I was you just came with to, me to the oyster fest. I didn't even. That's funny that you didn't know I didn't eat oysters. You were so. She was, was so. so it was the genius. It was, she was so adorable. She was like, "Which line do you get in?" I was like, "Whatever line you get in." And she was like, "Well, I was like, because it doesn't matter. I'm not putting any of those slimy things in my throat. I don't care if they're steamed. They were like in all these different ways. I was like, it didn't matter. I don't want none of that. And she even <laughs> brought me back some fried oysters too. And I ate one or two. They were bad. <laughs> vagina's fried <laughs> anyhow yes with some hot sauce <laughs> with some hot sauce listen you can do anything you can eat anything with well not yeah okay yeah so fried hot you. sauce That's, is all I've got that is um, that is what we th- this is why we dressed up in our in our work African attire. professional yeah, because work squads are necessary. necessary. You need them. You're going to spend that much time there. You got to 
You got to get it in with with people that you enjoy. And so you got to figure that out. Yeah. And so if you've been sitting in a corner and just and and this this job just feels like drudgery, mm. you know, figure out who you can connect with. And you'd be surprised how you can make it through drudgery. I've heard people say that before. I hate my job. I love the people there. Yep. And so, yep. you know. It makes it. I hope you don't hate your job. I mean, we, we want to work on not having, <laughs> we want to have joy in the job. But if if the job alone is not going to sustain you, and often often it won't, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, having having that collegial relationship. And so you're, I think we should have a couple assignments are to, mm-hmm. um, to look for ways to do some of the things that we talked about, right? Because sometimes I think you can be like, that sounds good. I listened to this podcast and they had some great Mm-mm. ideas. Go out and do any it. of it. You know what I mean? Try, yeah, I mean it. I mean it. Go to your organization's events. You're an attorney. Go to the attorney. Go to the you know the women's attorney something. The black attorneys are meeting. Whoever, yep. right? Or the entire you know organization. And and like go down to the bar at the happy hour time when all the other attorneys are down there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if you're working by yourself, you know, as a as a psychologist, a lot of times we had just own practices and we're just, you know, by ourselves. That means more, even more important to go to conventions and things like that. Travel and meet folks. Yeah, because none of this works, y'all, if you're not actively going out and, and doing the thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, if that means tomorrow, mm-hmm. if that means today, if you drive into the office right now, figure out what's your way that you can connect with somebody yep. there. You must do it. Yep. Pop into somebody's cubicle. Sit in another teacher's class. <laughs> yeah. You you learn a lot that way. Absolutely. Just get inspired by your class. Now, don't stop them from teaching because please, the don't children need to learn. Okay. What the Joy John's talking about? What the Joy John's what talking about? What the Joy John's talking about? What the Joy John's talking about? We're going we to play that the next time, y'all. Joy John. The Joy John. Be on the look at Joy John. The Joy John. The Joy John. First of all, you see these lovely new mics we have? Come on, you see it. pick up everything. You see it. You see us playing with them like, Special shout out to Joy John Cedric because he was holding us down with all of his equipment. Right. That was not ours. It was borrowed. Thank you, Joy John Cedric. And and we decided that we needed to go out and get our own. So if you hear us a little really crisp, excited about it. You know, that's that's what we did today. All right. So for the first Joy Journal entry, this is this is kind of work related for you. Yes. This is kind of your work squad. Yes. Hi Tierra. Thank you for submitting to the Joy Journal, Tierra, out of Atlanta, Georgia, and from ATL Psychotherapy and <laughs> Consulting Services. She wrote, Y'all are really giving it to the world for real. Oh, I love it. I'm gonna need some more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> The one about how to be a good friend and know when you're in in the toxic relationships. I just finished it, liked and shared. It came out last night. I have your alerts on. (laughs) Thank you, Tierra. Thank you, Tierra. Thank you very much. I didn't realize how many people had like the alerts on. When we changed our time, right, we were were, like dropping at midnight. And, uh, you know, now we're going to do like 7 a.m. on Wednesdays. There, I couldn't believe there were people who were really waiting for it at midnight. Oh, yeah. There are folks like text. at about six o'clock in the morning, like, are Is y'all no up? show this week? Because it um <laughs> No, we will give you a show I'm trying every to week. Figure out where the show is. Yes. Yes, we're still here. We're, we're just, still here. It's just, just going kinda... to be at 7 a.m. Yes. 
on Wednesdays now. Okay, we've got Adrian from the DMV. Morehouse. Morehouse. He said the Joy RX is a movement. Love the new episode. Believe in the good of others. I'm learning to be a better friend. Thanks, Adrian. I mean, we love that. Just a, a grown man talking about being a, a grown better man. friend. Listen, Come on, do you listen. hear it? That is a movement. We all need to be better friends. I, I love Come how it's grown. how it's making people reflect. And look at themselves. Not, oh, I got an auntie who keep talking about why I ain't got no man Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, we're doing no, the work. What do we do? What's the action item we're looking here. within? <laughs> I love that. The next one is from Masai. My baby. Oh, our baby, because we're the same person. <laughs> that's true. So yes. we've yes, imagined we both that's, of our that's daughters, true. right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, Masai is out of Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. and out of you. <laughs> Out of, <laughs> out of hella fine. Out of she needs a she needs straight a shirt. Out of hella straight out of hella fine. <laughs> I'm gonna get her a shirt. I promise you for her birthday, I'm getting her that. Straight out of your oyster. <laughs> <laughs> it came busting out of that oyster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just as brainy. <laughs> <laughs> Just as briny as everything else to come out of an oyster. Okay. Okay. (laughs) She's a pearl. That's what it means. She's a pearl. Okay. Masai said. Masai said. (laughs) My family brings me joy by accepting me and all my quirks and flaws and just loving me as is. Yes, we do. My little chocolate drop. Yes. So we have another person, um, Tamika Mm -hmm. from Indianapolis. Class of 99. She said, I was thinking about my last time having real joy. Just feeling glee. And it was with you guys during homecoming and Martha's Vineyard. My friends are my home. That's a word right there. My friends are my home. My friends are my home. Mm -hmm. I can be my true and authentic self. I can be honest, really honest with them and feel whole. I can't always live in full truth. We shrink ourselves in our day-to-day life, but with the people that love you unconditionally, it is um, it is one of the most joyful experiences I have in my life. Yeah, that awesome. meant a lot to me. Uh, Tamika is uh, we we all. I mean, you know, if you went to Spelman, you're part of the the squad. It is what it is. Um, but she is she's part of my squad. She's. Um, She's really been taking in what she's been listening to and just mm-hmm. like, how do I really tap into my joy? She's been talking about it on social media just today for joy. I did. And I'm just like, <laughs> I love it. Joy Jaws. This is this is what it we're is talking about. I mean, think it that totally Adrian is, is right. a movement. No, it, it's really a totally movement. Totally is because a we've movement. been in such a negative place for such a long yep. time. And now that we're, we are fighting to put yep. joy back out. There. Yep. And we're going to get it. How about we just have some laughter out here? Yeah. Yeah. So please come back um, and join us again um, next week where I, th- I th- we probably are going to be wrapping up our, our connection and belonging. I'm always afraid of, of saying anything too definite because we <laughs> might just come up with something else like, no, nope, we just need one more. Mm-hmm. But we will probably <laughs> be yes. wrapping up connection and belonging. You'll see what next principle of joy yes. we're going to be covering in our podcast. Yes, I'm excited about the next one. Don't even know what it is, huh? 
Uh, maybe I do. <laughs> we'll see. You're going to find out. <laughs> You're going to find out. Thank you for joining us. Remember that if you like what you're hearing, you need to rate, review, subscribe, go to the YouTube channel, go to wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be part of this movement too. And so you've got to go do all of that. So Please you can and stay up you. on this. We are the Joy RX on all of the social media outlets, except for Twitter, where we are the real Joy RX. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye, Joy Johns. We talked about work. <laughs> Why?